Welcome to SME Funding. Today's show is going to look at where can we find these funders? There's often a market disconnect about where we all are and how best we interact. My name is Lynette Ndouli, and I'm the CEO of Innate Investment Solutions, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kumaran Padayaji, who is the CEO of Spartan. And our guest today is Darlene Menzies, who is the CEO of FinFind. Darlene and her company have created a platform where you and I can now go and very specifically establish who we should be talking to in the first place, where to find them, and what it is that they are specifically looking for. Darlene, welcome to you, and it's a pleasure to have you on SME yeah. Funding. Good to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Yes. So, Darlene, FinFind very specifically is a marketplace that puts um, us as business owners as well as the different lenders in the market in one space where we can also see each other's wares, as it were. Am I correct in understanding that? Yes, essentially it's an online one-stop shop for the providers and seekers of small business finance mm -hmm. to be able to interact. It's got a very big component around finance literacy mm -hmm. because before you, you actually find the funder, you need to know certain terminology. What is a term loan? What is invoice factoring? Because these are the kind of things that funders talk to you about. So mm -hmm. there's a whole... Um, there's, a, there's 52 modules, in fact, teaches you what if I don't uh, have collateral? What if I have a bad credit record? These are questions that small business struggle with. They don't know where to go to answer them. So FinFind is both the linkage between the, the um, provider and seeker of finance, but then also it gives you the handles and the business advice about how to, just like you were doing in the last program, how mm -hmm. to ready yourself for that finance. So FinFind is really um, interesting as a platform. Um, you know, Kumaran and myself, as you rightly point out, talk quite a bit about the terminology, but also the requirements themselves. And you've created a central point of contact where we can find that, but also seek very important skills in terms of actually applying for funding in the first place. What do you believe um, are the biggest um, deterrents for young businesses um, in applying for finance in the first instance? Because based on what I saw there, there's quite a number of funders, but is there mm -hmm. enough take up between the, the funders as well as the SMEs in our markets? So for instance, um, in this platform, there's over 340 um, lenders um, across all, um, um, all avenues. So we've got government lenders, private lenders, angels, VCs, etc., niche lenders, mm -hmm. specific sector lenders. Mm. So as you say, there's no, um, there's no shortage of lenders. Mm. And I think the, the, the argument on both sides, entrepreneurs are saying they can't find the lenders or the lenders are not lending them money. Yes. And on the lender side, they've actually got too much money to lend. They can't find the pipeline of all of the actual isn't businesses. The, isn't the problem perhaps fit? And, and by that, let me expand a little bit. Uh, you've got companies, SMEs that are in different stages of either pre-startup, startup, and growth and expansion. And then you also got them at different sizes. Yep. And, and then sectors, like you mentioned, right? And now you've got funders that says, no, I'll only play in that piece and in this piece. So isn't it about the, the fit? You've hit the nail on the head, and I think that's what FinFound does. FinFind, um, you have to go in and put in all of your details as an owner, as yes. a business, and about your readiness. And as you put in all of that information, it starts to match you with those lenders. So if you're in a specific, you're a black woman-owned business in construction, in Gauteng, with this many staff members, with this turnover, looking for 500,000 expansion finance. As you keying that information in, the system is filtering you to only the lenders that deal with those specific areas. So, so it saves the entrepreneur time. So where's the mismatch part? Because the people that are matched and, and fit in terms of the system, or whether they do their own research on, 
on the internet or whatever, you're not using a port, whichever way, they're taken care of because there's a fit. At least there's someone to do. Where's the gap? Where's the What's not a fit? What's happening to the people who are not fitting? As well, what what is that gap? Okay. We, which, well, which, which category is not fitting? Okay, so let's say two things. First of all, the major area of, of, of I don't know if you call it no fit, but the, the challenge is, uh -huh. is finance readiness. Um, yeah. Speaking to your last your last program, so you might you might meet um, all of the, the the criteria in terms of being in the right sector, etc., mm. etc. Early stage. Early stage, or you, you 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 actually you might be later stage and you might fit where they need you to be, but you don't have all of your documentation, your financial statements, etc. So that's one mm. area. The other thing is is the is the early stage. We've got about. 55 um, uh, lenders or products for startups. Startups are our biggest request. So the majority of requests that come in is for startup funding, then mm. for funding equipment, then working capital and um, expansion finance. So it's those guys that are turning over between um, naught and one million that are that are looking between about a hundred to five hundred thousand. We've got about thirty percent of the of the total mm -hmm. that are looking there. And as you say, the, the mismatch is they are either too early, so they meet the criteria in terms of being in the right sector, etc. Mm. But they don't, you know, they're not turning over enough. But, but should they even be applying for finance if well, you had the exactly. pre-startup? Because then you should be family friends. Sell your car, your house, or bonded, or something. You know, you should be in that exactly mode, right? right? Exactly you shouldn't be right. applying. I mean, if you look in this country, three percent of of um, startups get funded by banks, four percent by government, sixty-seven percent by family and friends. So I always say to entrepreneurs. Um, Essentially, the people that know you best are the ones that are going to lend you money. Mm. And so, you know... This is for the startup, eh? The for the startup, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. For the, for, for the guys starting out. So keep your relationships intact, I always say. <laughs> um, you know, uh, keep your friends your friend. Mm. But ultimately, you know, people are taking a bet on you. And the, and the best people to take a bet on you are those that know your character, your credibility, those things that you were speaking about in the last um, program, which a startup can't show anybody because mm. they don't have a track record. But their family and friends know who they are, what they can do, you know, their diligence, their, their integrity, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how you've got to start. You've got to start taking a little bit of seed funding, um, build your way forward, start showing some credibility. And so, so it's fairly fascinating though for me that there's, uh, in spite of that, there's 55 products, as you say, within that space anyway. For startups. So, you know, Kumaran, maybe one of the questions maybe you could help us with is, you know, if people are not necessarily borrowing then from family and friends, but they need to go to a financial institution, what would they typically need a um, hundred thousand rand to five hundred thousand rand for then in the first instance that they perhaps couldn't ask another individual for? What they need the money for in the beginning is probably for some kind of infrastructure, right? Mm. Uh, Manufacturing rent, raw uh, could, could be could be for some that first bit of equipment. Mm. Uh, this is pre-revenue, right? This is mm. at that pre-startup yeah. phase. It could be, often it is to pay their own salary because now they're out of a job or they're leaving a job mm. by choice. And so that also is a deterrent to say, listen, I need this first 500,000. And you look in the line, you see, but most of it is to pay their own uh, salary bill mm. at some point. Mm. So that's, that's where the challenge is. That's mm. where the... And I suppose it's so difficult then at that point in time to actually ask family or friends to pay your salary, right? So I think that's probably why everybody feels like, well, if I've told everyone I'm running a business, I need to be perceived to look like I'm running a business and therefore borrowing money from business institutions and the like, right? Mm. I see, you know, my, this is my own take, right? Mm -hmm. This from any book or anything, but I see this is as a rite of passage. You know, when we complain that there's too much of uh, red tape in starting up a business. There is, and mm. it should be simplified, 
But in a way, if you, if you complain and can't handle that, you're not going to be able to handle mm. the challenges of business. Mm. Second, that first bit of funding to get into the, some traction going, some revenue, and it's okay, I'm a business, I've started, mm. yeah, the bicycle is going. That part is almost also like a rite of passage. Mm. The ability that you've, okay, I've bonded my house, or I sold it, or I didn't have the house, I took it from a stock fell or friends or family, mm. and I've started and got to revenue. Mm. Then the formal funders will start to take you a little bit mm. more I want to go back to Darlene and ask her a question related to the uptake of the, pro, of the program as well as the platform with entrepreneurs. But I'll do that just after the break. We'll be back shortly. Please do come back and join us as we discuss the ins and outs of the process around making sure that you're matched properly to a lender. Welcome back to SME Funding. Before the break, um, I'd promised Darlene a question around uptake on FinFind, which effectively is a platform that links you and I to different types of lenders in very specific categories and or based on what they're looking for and what we need to fund. Darlene, um, just based on the platform itself, what are the sectors that you are specifically seeing the most uptake um, for funding requests and for matching requests on FinFind? And do you know what is driving the activity in those specific spaces? Okay, so if we have a look at the first sectors, food and beverage, construction, okay. RT, business services, and manufacturing are our top five sectors. Okay. So, um, yes, I mean, the, 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 the system has got all of those uh, specific uh, list of, of mm. industries and sectors in, but those are the top ones. And why is food and beverage above construction? I couldn't actually tell you, but those are where the majority of, of our requests are coming from. I guess people have to eat. Are people <laughs> accurate in filling in? Do they always know what sector they fall in? And, and in terms themselves? of classifying themselves in the Absolutely. system? Absolutely. I think sometimes we don't give enough credit even to startups around um, you know, what their understanding is, but we do do follow-up calls. We do random surveys of information that comes in. Mm. I mean, the, the platform is free, and so in the last six months since it was launched by the Small Business Minister, we've had over 23,000 visits and we've got about 15,000 users. And so there's a, there's a big chunk of really good data there, mm. and uh, these are the sectors that are, that, are, that are popping up to the surface. And, and typically, Darlene, in the process of matching, do most of your visitors get it right the first time? Or do you find that, you know, you're saying that you follow up with calls, there are different surveys on the go, you answer frequently, ask questions, FAQs on the website. Mm -hmm. Or do you typically find that that matching takes place um, after a few tries and a few attempts at making sure that everything on the system is loaded correctly and it makes sense to the lenders themselves. Okay, so I think the, the, the users um, very quickly re realize that if they alter some of their um, information, so not in terms of their readiness, mm -hmm. like do you have financial statements, do you have management accounts, do you have your, your, your assets and liabilities, etc. those are either yes, no answers. There's a ticket to the game. You don't have that, you exactly. don't, shouldn't apply, Exactly, right? okay. but the other things like how much are you looking for? So they might be looking for a million rands mm. of, of working capital. Then they find out that actually there's, there's different categories of, of, of other types of funding. Mm. So often they come backwards and forwards and put different options in which give them access to different funds. But 
the, the way the system works is even if you stop halfway, when you come back, all your information is saved mm. and you can carry on. But the amazing thing about most entrepreneurs don't like giving information, not because they, they're worried about it, but because they're too busy. But when the carrot of access to finance is there, they are willing to fill out every field and do everything that they need to do. Because ultimately, um, this is a big gap in the market, access to funding, especially mm. in that um, mm. 0 to 10 million rand. That's sort of our missing middle for South Africa. Mm. Mm. So, mm. Kumar and Murumar, what I'm also seeing is a big, big space in the SME space when we talk about funding for assistance with the actual admin of putting together these documents that are actually required, making sure that you've ticked all of these very important boxes. And I think, you know, as you rightly say, Darlene, everybody's so busy with implementation of projects and chasing clients and chasing new business that that admin just more often than not falls through the cracks and yet it's so important mm. to but this it's, process. It's the first order of business. Darlene had said a few mm. minutes ago that the reason why um, they fail, some for those that, that are not matched, mm. uh, those that are matched it's easy, right? Is that they are start up or not at the right phase mm. and second was that their own readiness is not yeah. there. So whilst this, this episode is talking about Finding funders, mm. you got a, the real issue is you've got to be ready to before you find them, them right? Mm. Uh, because are they rejecting you because you're you were not ready? ready? Yeah. Mm. If that's the bulk of the reason, then that's, this is a self-inflicted wound. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Absolutely. Mm. I think the entrepreneur has to put their hand up to the fact that we've got to own some of that problem. You know, it's always this, the lenders don't want to lend. There's money out there. I can't get the money. But ultimately, if you haven't got all your, your box, boxes ticked, we do help in, in terms of the platform where our, our whole focus is actually readiness. Lending and the linkage becomes the, the value add at the end of it. Mm. So if you, if you don't have an accountant or you don't have it, a business advisor, we, 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 set, we, we link you with a Cedar branch in your area or a business advisor in your area or mm. an accountant in your area. If you don't know how to do financial statements and all of these different things, we offer you tools for that. Also, if you go through the whole questionnaire and you get to the end and they say, look, um, you're actually not ready to apply for finance. It tells you the areas of your challenge. Mm. You said you don't have collateral. This is what collateral is, etc. You said you don't have financial statements. This is where to go to get them. So I think a lot of the problem is there's not enough business advisors in the country for the number of SMEs. So it does like online advising. What if, what if someone doesn't want to go through this whole marathon of a questionnaire and just says, just give me the name of who I should talk to? Unfortunately, we can't do that. And I okay. think our commitment Why? is also to the lender. You see, for lenders to come into our database, our commitment to them is their biggest problem is they're getting, let's say, 80% of their applications are only 20% ready. So okay. they're spending a lot of man hours it's going through a lot of applications that they can't assist. Mm. So if they know that an application that comes through um, a platform like FinFind, they would have already been through those filters and they will essentially be getting, number one, someone that matches their criteria, yes. and number two, someone that has a level of readiness that they require. So. Mm. You know, we would be doing them and ultimately the entrepreneur mm. an injustice if we just gave them the name. Let's say we gave them a Spartan's name, mm. but they come to you and they, they either don't match or they're not ready. You're going to turn them away. What have they done? They've wasted their time, their taxi fare, et cetera, et cetera. And that is small businesses are spending a lot of time, entrepreneurs running around when it comes to funders. Mm. That's why the whole idea and it initiated with USAID and the South African government of one platform that everyone could come to and let's answer 80% of that problem mm. and then let's leave the 20% to your engagement with the funder. I guess there's a lot of truth then in saying that you're the only person who cares as much as you do about your business and if you fail to provide um, the detail and show that due diligence to a funder, I mean it's very hard for them to show the same back to you. Well, after the break, 
We're going to continue talking to Darlene Menzies um, as well as Kumaran on further thoughts around how do we bridge the gap between aspiring to find funding in the market and actually accessing it and using it in your business. We'll be right back. Welcome back to this episode of SME Funding. Before the break, my guest today, Darlene Menzies, as well as Kumaran Padayachi, we were speaking about how do we match um, entrepreneurs as well as lenders in the markets, but more importantly than matching them, how do we ensure that we are ready in the first instance to meet each other armed with the right information and armed with the correct knowledge that makes sure that this process is shortened as much as possible. Um, Kumaran, one of the viewers at home some time ago interacted with us on the show looking at saying that he wanted to invest in a hotel, a hospitality group. In but the he Eastern was Cape, I In the Eastern Cape, yes. And he, but he was not necessarily a practitioner in that particular space and was hoping at some point that he would either get a management agreement or employ people who are in the hospitality industry to run and operate the business for himself. But in order to even get to the stage where he had funding for the feasibilities and for the initial stages of the project, he needed to be the one who applied for funding. How important is it becoming for um, entrepreneurs to show their expertise um, or their track record at this stage of the process where they are first meeting and being matched um, with the correct funder in spite of perhaps having all the right documentation? It depends, the mm. famous answer, right? So first of all, the knowledge that's got to be demonstrated for a funder is that they are astute or knowledgeable about business. They mm. have a general business acumen and they can operate mm. a business. That That's a either non-starter if you don't have mm. that. Then now if you're talking about a sector industry experience, I think it depends on the complexity and the, and the amount, right? Mm. So if someone's opening up a bed and breakfast and needs funding to buy the property, you don't need industry experience in the bed and breakfast, you know, to make a, uh, a funder comfortable mm. that you have that. Mm. But if you're wanting 50 million rand to open up a hotel, also hospitality, but different complexity, yes, different amount of money, now you better be sure that you know about that hosp uh, hotel trade yourself, yes. I would say. Mm. If you're opening up a, a dry cleaning business or a, a oil a fuel station or whatever franchise, don't need too much of experience in that specific sector. Mm. You're going to open up 100 of these uh, dry cleaning spots, different story, you know, you've got to know something about that mm. trade. So that's where the depends comes in. I don't mm. know what your sense is. Yeah, I think the, the funder is always looking at the, what they call the jockey, the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that what Kamara said was, was exactly right. You've got to have business acumen if mm. you're starting out. But very seldom uh, with, a, with a, larger, uh, a larger request is someone going to um, get, behind, uh, get behind somebody who's asking for a lot of money and they've never mm -hmm. had any um, mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. That said, I mean, I, I come out of the software um, industry. I don't know a thing about software. I don't know a thing about code. But I understand gaps in the market and products that are needed. Mm -hmm. And so I've got some very clever people who are, you know, earn more than me and are really technical that can develop those systems. And when I go into funders, I explain the challenges and, and why that product is needed. So it is a, it is a depend on, so every situation has to be taken on its merits. Mm. But I think the main thing is, is that you, entrepreneurs think that they're going to come in and they're going to sell you based on um, sort of how well they, they, their selling skills are and they, mm. don't, and they don't realize that's 1%. The rest of it is actually the ticks and crosses around, you know, 
What, what are your assets like? Do you have collateral? Have you been willing to put your own skin in the game, mm. as they call it? Have you been willing to take your own money? You know, if you haven't got a bond on your house and you're asking your funder for money, he's going to ask you, you know, why haven't you been willing to take a risk yourself? So I think the jockey is very important, but every situation has got its own idiosyncrasies. Mm. Mm. So it's quite interesting, Darlene, you're raising that, the, the, and going back to the issues of business acumen in particular. I think in South Africa, we've got a slightly different context in that we're seeing more and more young people start businesses because it's not necessarily by design or intent, but because mm. of their circumstances where they're not employed and therefore have to create employment. So the issue of business acumen for them means they perhaps have not built enough of a track record. But also what we're also seeing on the other end of the spectrum is perhaps older people who have been professionals or in careers mm. for a very long period of time who've mainly been um, often administrators or very technical parts of a business but never actually had to run the business and make sure that all the pieces of a business from finance to business developments mm. to what they actually do all run together. Um, what are then the subjective measures that if I were going to FinFind and I was looking for funding now, I would be able to insert into the matching process in the system that almost help a funder see that in spite of perhaps my lack of a track record in business or my lack of business acumen um, and in spite of all of those things, I am in one way or the other still ready to be at least interviewed and be given an, uh, an opportunity based on a very solid idea or something that I am now looking at potentially growing. Obviously the funder can see the sector, they can, you know, they, they understand okay. the market. The also, um, funnily enough, it's a 50-50 um, at the moment between those under 35 and those over 35. So mm. I think that, that, that mark gives them something. The, the other important thing is, do you have a team? Yes. Because even if you're starting out, if, interestingly enough, 50% of people that come to FinFound have between two and five staff members. Um, one staff member is only about 16%. Yes. So you would think it's mainly sole proprietors if they're startups. Mm. But actually, you know, once you, once you get going and you bring a partner on board, very often that person it does, either has a selling skill than you have the technical skills. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's how I build businesses. I'm, I'm good at certain things and I'm not good at other things. Mm. And so you employ for your weaknesses. Mm. Um, those are the, those are the, the, the kinds of, of, of understandings mm. um, funders can get from the system. But really it is yes, no answers that, 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 that is doing a filtering process mm. and providing the funder with 80% of, of yes, this is a candidate. Now they've got to get that jockey in the room. They've got mm. to actually sit and, 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 and start to engage and say, right, you've got all the right documentation but start to tell me about yourself. So there's no um, sort of emotive or anything that, that, that gives them that impression through, through, a, through a system. Okay, yeah. so it's, quite, it's also quite interesting when you point out two to five employees also implies that by the time you seek funding, please have preferably done something about the business idea in the first sure. instance. Mm -hmm. All right, Kumaran, please can you wrap up some of the insights I think we've all gleaned from today's show as yeah. well as give us your tip of the yeah. week. I'll do that all in one. Yes, you may. Now this episode we're talking about finding funders, mm -hmm. but really my tip is unrelated to that because with internet today and Google and uh, many platforms like FinFind and the like, one should have no excuse to finding the funders that are out there. Right? Mm -hmm. So that should be something that's readily available. If someone's battling with that, I would think then there's other problems to worry about. Mm -hmm. But the insight I've gleaned in summary from the show is the tips is one is make sure you are in fact ready in terms of the basic requirements that they want before you go knocking on a door.
Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if your house is not in order in terms of basic requirements, that's going to be more than half the reason why you're going to fail right there and then. Mm -hmm. So that readiness uh, factor needs to be taken care of. The second thing is make sure there's a fit. Just like you're looking for a marriage partner, you know, you know, okay, this mm -hmm. is the type of person I am in my phase in life, and this is the type of person I'm looking for in their phase. Likewise with the funder, you mm -hmm. know, it's like this is the stage of my business. This is the type of sector I'm involved in. This is the type of funding I want, and this is the amount. Now, who out there in these different funders, where's the fit? Because mm. if there's a seeming fit just on the basic research, it means you're going to get better success. So the tip is make sure your readiness is there and make sure you source for fit first. Awesome. Thank you very much to you, Kumaran. And thank you so much to you, Darlene, on your insights on this platform, FinFind, and how we can be better prepared as well as matched with funders in the market. Okay. To our viewers at home, if you would like to find out more about matching as well as looking at what it takes to be ready for the funding market, you're more than welcome to also go view previous episodes on the Business Day TV website. It's simply Business Day TV. .co.za and you can watch the episodes there. You're welcome to also send us your questions on SME funding at bdtv.co.za as well as send us your live questions on Twitter um, where we are at funding underscore SME and Kamaran and I as best as possible will try to come back to you and also involve some of our guests in studio in helping you with certain of the challenges that you face as you enter the funding markets. We look forward to you joining us on our next show and thank you very much.